I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Peter. Oh, God, wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me 19, oh. Peter. Yes, we're yeah. back with WrestleMania 19. Uh, and no, well, let's, well, not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Sorry. At the end of the last episode, you <laughs> made it very clear that you had uh, managed to, uh, through Craig, a friend of yours, uh, who, a friend of mine, nice chap, mm. um, he, you managed to get uh, the great Carl Lee to provide a Cameo recording. Um, cameo, of course, you cannot have uh, product advertised. Yes. Uh, but but you know, now she's sort of sneaking. <laughs> what the hell? Ronnie Corbett voice. Uh, Ronnie Corbett known for continually sailing very close to the wind, <laughs> legally. Um, so what we've got here is um, the great Carly in a what looks like a hairdress. I think he's got his own um, memorabilia on the back, so maybe it's a business owned by him. I think he's waiting in for someone Cole in an Cattaro office. Where he lives. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's he does have a wrestling school, which is right. absolutely fucking insane. I mean, didn't he kill a man? He yeah. killed a police. Oh, no, he was a policeman and he killed a man in in, in the uh, ring. Yes, he did, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, but also, I mean, you know, what's he going to teach you? He can't do a chop on people's heads correctly. <laughs> uh, so this is what we got from uh, Craig. I'll, I'll skip forward if I can find where we are. What's up? This is our great Cully. What's up, bitch? What's up? This is our great Cully. I want to say Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. It was Christmas. <laughs> Enjoy, bro- brothers. All the uh, big family, all the uh, Christmas, happy holiday. Uh, that's my daughter. She won't do that. He can't even do this right. He can't even cut a promo right. <laughs> that is daughter climbing, climbing on. At what point is he going to start yeah. over? I, my favourite wrestler in the Japan, <laughs> Jono Saito. Because I, at that time, Chono Saito looked like a WWE, Roman Reigns, Undertaker, that great Kali. That time I worked there, so Chono Saito really, really famous. Then Jai and uh, other LARP wrestlers really good. So I want to say, brother, keep it up, just working hard, never quit. I want to say congratulations. You have podcast. Russell me. <laughs> his friend. Mark. 
All right, brother. Thank you so much for supporting the me. God bless you. Keep it up. So, sorry, uh, how much did Carly pay to send you this? <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he's done two cuts in that. That's great. He's restarted. Like, he's, he's done that. His daughter's climbed over him and then he went, Ugh, let's wrestle me, Mark. <laughs> Your friend Mark. Oh, that's Magical. very. That's that's a brilliant present. Thank he you, probably, thank, <laughs> thank you for a pizza, uh, Christmas, Christmas present, present last, from year. last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. It's funny. He's actually talking about you know he, he talking about their two Japanese wrestlers, uh, Saito. Saito and yeah. Matsuchono. Yeah. Um, I didn't know he'd know who they were. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Um, but uh, then he's it's sort of thing. They're like Roman Reigns and the Undertaker. Yeah. I didn't know where that I was going. <laughs> I mean, I assumed you knew most of the words what he was saying, so I was like, oh, I'd no. I mean, I'm a wrestling fan. I'm not great at deciphering what Carly says. <laughs> <laughs> Don't work yeah. for the FBI. <laughs> well, we again, he's one of the few wrestlers I've actually seen in WWE doing yeah. his thing, and he uh, he even, is he is remarkable to see. I mean, he like, is he's, yeah, exactly. He's a giant, a literal giant. The spectacle, and, yeah. yeah. It's it's uh, you know, I love that, but mm. um, yeah, you don't want to see him in the ring. <laughs> Stiff, stiff. It's not a part of a WrestleMe, but he had a, um, a match called the Punjabi Prison Match. Right. Um, I can't remember if he actually got injured and then couldn't do it, and then it became Batista and the Big Show. But the actual Punjabi Prison itself is the worst match uh, you could ever imagine. <laughs> right, it was okay. uh, it was basically a steel cage, but with different layers made out of bamboo because he's from India. They have a lot of bamboo in India. Is that their thing? Well, they, uh, not, probably not now because that thing took some building. I'll tell you. <laughs> um, just uh, this uh, this WrestleMania it doesn't have Carly in, but this no. this um, because uh, you know, he's still to come. Something to look forward is there, to. Is there WrestleManias with Carly in it? Lovely. Uh, yeah, I think there are. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Um, but uh, what I'm we opened with it, seeing Mon- hearing Monday at the Butcher game. Fucking. Did you ever dear. see the bits where he became a? They sometimes do this as wrestling when they go we've run out of ideas for this guy but he's on contract where they just immediately go why don't we give him a gimmick where he's the world's greatest lover um, have you seen <laughs> right. the Carly no. bits where he's so he's like a kind of like, like a guru a kind of like sexy lover right. no a guru is better booking you are good at this no no but like if you're like so he I guess you know the, uh, I don't know they just gave him a camera and he'd sort of like kiss Karma women I think and, it, was, uh, it was a bit weird <laughs> it was a bit weird it was like you know because he looks a bit he's a bit farm animal like you know because he's got this big long head and it's a bit like a cow's gone wrong and they're making it kiss women there are women there are fully grown 30 year old women he could put in (laughs) he could put their head their head in his mouth I reckon like a lion. Like, yeah, like a li- have a cameo. <laughs> hi, hi, Carly. Don't want, don't want you to say anything. Just... Put your daughter's head in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. He's gigantic. Oh, he really is. Yeah. Um, this, this, this is a, so, a, sorry I mean, it's such a weird opening to, to this. I was really thrown. I was um, going to do it at the end. You wanted to bring it in. You wanted a bit. Of, you wanted a bit of the great Carly at the start I of the did, podcast. I did. I just think it's important. It's your own fault. The last thing I want is us in court with the people who are from Cameo saying we've misused it and having to listen to the whole of this episode before we get to the important bit. <laughs> Let's get it done. Um, especially because the bit I'm about to do now is as contentious as anything we've ever talked about. Okay. Um, we, th- we've got up to the point in WrestleMania where we see uh, the uh, referee, Sylvain Grenier, right. uh, come into, uh, I think he goes into Vince McMahon's locker room. He's the French... Is he he French is. French-Canadian. Right, right, yeah. Okay. And he was used in some, uh, I think, other sort of bits as a, like a corrupt, crooked referee. Yeah. 
Now, he later becomes a member of the tag team called La Resistance, who are a... Uh, when the war is going on and the French have refused to take part in it, they become uh, the cowards. And so they yeah, have these okay, two yeah, French yeah, guys yeah. who everyone's supposed to hate mm. because the French didn't think that the war in Iraq was justified. The, the illegal war in Iraq was yeah. justified, yeah. Yes, yeah. Freedom fries, Freedom man. fries. We still, freedom we still fries. call them that. <laughs> still call them that. So uh, one of the, the things about Sylvain Grenier is there was always a rumour going around that he had been given his position due to his close relationship with... With Pat Patterson, right? Pat Patterson, a long-term uh, WWE employee, uh, a, a brilliant guy, came up with the concept of the Royal Rumble, mm. and uh, he's also openly gay. Mm. So people who know Pat Patterson or have been trained by him or have been mentored by him, they often come in for this slight flack of people going, were they in a relationship with Pat Patterson? Mm. And Pat uh, Patterson's had been accused of certain things as well himself, hasn't he? It, it, yeah. Wasn't it kind of like well, the ring well, boy well, stuff? Well, and... Pat Patterson seemed to be dragged into what was a legitimate scandal that had yeah. gone on solely because of his, of his sexuality. sexuality. Right, okay, yeah. Accusations were made against him, but these accusations, by and large, people have said they did not apply to Pat Patterson. Right. They did apply to another, a number of other people who were working at WWE mm. at that time. Um, Pat Patterson, uh, his his sexuality has left him open to anyone who sort of has a connection with him and isn't that good, yeah. always gets accused of, oh, well, maybe there's something more to it. Right, yeah. Um, Sylvain Grenier was, uh, he, he said that Pat Patterson was his mentor. He has always denied being gay, um, and there's absolutely no reason to, to you know, not believe that. Mm. Um, but what that got me onto a, a section that I, I looked of the internet, which was... Um, I was like, which wrestlers are, are, are like rumoured to be gay? Mm. And I found a couple of things that I loved, absolutely loved. And a couple of, I mean, the, the internet's just a stupid place. This is um, an article by The Sportster. And they say, we'd like to give shout-outs to the late Ernie Roth. He was a, a, a WWF um, manager uh, called the Grand Wizard mm. um, back in the 70s. And he was uh, gay. Mm. Um, it said Jim Barnett, who was a big promoter, who was also known to, to be openly gay. Uh, Tom Zenk, uh, who okay. was a 90s uh, wrestler in WCW. Mm. I, I didn't, didn't know he was gay. Not that it matters. But they mention um, living legends Cassandro, who is um, an exotico uh, from Mexico. Uh, and a number of young younger wrestlers who are all... Um, openly gay and working in the independents. Yeah. Um, one of the, the things they mentioned in there was they had a list of people who may or may not be gay. Right. Um, and they range from being ones that are entirely believable to just bizarre. So... <laughs> Um, May Young, they mention, um, they say, you know, she was she was known to, you know, be a tough, you know, woman who would get into fights with men mm. all around bars. As far as they can tell, she never had a, a partner. Yeah. Um, and she died at the age of 90. She'd never married or, or had kids. And there is a, you know, a, a rumour that says she had an on and off again relationship with the fabulous Moolah. Yes. Yeah. They all did live together yeah. with the, the midget wrestler Diamond Lil. I say midget wrestler in the way that people would use in the 70s. It's mm. not really a word we use today. No. Um, but they all lived together as a big family and you know, it doesn't matter they were, what they, were, they got up they to. They were buried. God, God, do they, they, they were buried together. They, they were. were. Buried next to each other, so. They were. They're all buried on the same uh, plots in in uh, Moolah's hometown. Um, so there are there are these these sorts of things. Now, the, I'm not here going. This is who's gay. This who isn't. Mm. You know, what I'm here to do is the the accusations that are, are just bizarre. Mm. Um, one of them is that Andre was bisexual. Andre the Giant. Right. Okay. Now, I, I would say his his two types were uh, women and booze. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. Say, right. 
I, I mean, it's that sort of thing of if you didn't know it was happening, it's not like he could really hide stuff. <laughs> right? He can't even take a shit on a plane without <laughs> yeah. people seeing things. I, I just don't understand. <laughs> unless unless he's just like, you, you say, we're going to go back to my hotel room. <laughs> I, what I need you to do is just stand behind me and I'll crawl along, the, <laughs> move along the wall. They won't see you. Um, but I don't know. It just seemed... Um, uh, the other thing it gave in, in that was it was talking to uh, some people who had claimed to have slept with Andre over the years mm. and uh, they were all saying oh yeah actually he, he's, his penis was just normal man sized <laughs> which is I mean I get the cromagly got these huge hands I can't sit or use a toilet Yeah, but thank god it didn't affect my dick <laughs> yeah, that, that is just six could, inches of flaccid I, fucking <laughs> I could be uh, the power top that I wanted to be <laughs> and when I say power top I'm a power top my favourite one is in the uh, memoir Wrestling the Hulk My Life Against the Ropes Right. Uh, Hulk Hogan's ex-wife, Linda Claridge, uh, I think they were going through a very bad divorce at yeah. the time. Um, she said in her book that uh, Hulk had had uh, relations with a Brutus the Barber beefcake. Um, he actually had to then, uh, Hogan, address the media and say, despite these allegations, I, I, I wasn't actually attracted to men. Um, so there's a I'm not mentioning the Barber's Hall of Fame <laughs> he's been cutting he's been strutting please welcome him I was once accused of having a homosexual <laughs> affair with him please welcome my good friend and non-lover <laughs> Brutus the Barber Beefcake in that way Ed. I mean yeah. you, but whenever you're going to have um, such a you know, it's like a gigantic, beautiful men. Like, yeah. there's going to be some accusations, and I'm surprised there's not more. To be quite yeah, frank. I mean, I, it is a different time. One of the things that mm. came up in this uh, list of, of wrestlers, uh, it's absolutely brilliant. I've been watching Dark Side of the Ring, which is a Vice mm. documentary. And it's brilliant and really mm. worth seeing, even if you don't like wrestling. Mm. It's just great stories. They're just brilliant. Uh, one of the Von Erichs, the murder of Bruiser Brody, uh, the uh, life of Gino Hernandez and his strange death. I mean, he's not a well-known wrestler now. At the time, he was huge. Um, really good stuff. But one of the things I found in this in this list of um, wrestlers who are gay and bisexual, in the 60s, there was a Hell's Angel tag team called the Dupree Brothers. Right. And the Dupree Brothers were not brothers. They were actually a couple. And they had this really frightening gimmick of being <laughs> these nasty Hell's Angels. But actually, they were in love. Yeah. And it's such a sort of lovely story. <laughs> um, this later gave rise to the fact that, that the wrestler called René Dupree, who was the tag team partner of Sylvan Grenier, had taken his ring name from the Dupree Dupree brothers in the 60s mm. solely because he wished to say I too myself am gay ah. he was not gay it was simply his uh, his stepfather's name but these sorts of rumours swim around mm. and they're fascinating it's not because you're interested in people's sexuality it's that exciting world of wrestling where things are not necessarily always as they seem mm. well we spoke last yeah, last week or you know in the last round of Wrestlemania 18 about the um, the gimmick the, the wrestling gimmick and that was supported by um, a gay charity sort of you know yeah, supported yeah, by the, them the, and then, and then, uh, the uh, anti I forget what they're called now the uh, yes. anti defamation we were talking about we didn't have the word is it glad yeah, yeah. Like that. and it was uh, about the storyline of, of Billy and Chuck yeah um, but it's yeah I mean there, there are there are indeed you know the WWE has uh, Sonya Deville who's a female wrestler who is openly gay mm. um, until recently Darren Young uh, he was an openly gay wrestler mm. and uh, neither of those have had to do silly things well, about their sexuality because it doesn't fucking matter well, because it goes up saying but the thing is where, where you look at stuff you sort of go, God, that's more progressive than football. Yeah, <laughs> massively. A massively. global game played yep. by millions. Yep. And yet, 
you can you could probably point at like three openly gay footballers, yeah. and none of them are playing the fucking the big five leagues. You can Good you could God. honestly just on the independents alone, yeah. uh, people who are probably there are probably ten wrestlers <laughs> under thirty who are, are are open about their sexuality, and so they should be. Not just division, about make it. a division. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think actually that there was at WrestleMania weekend there was a, a show that was entirely um, oh, was LGBT. It? Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, interesting, huh? Interesting. Yeah. The only edit we've ever had to make in a WrestleMania uh, that once went out was uh, uh, one of the rumours of someone's sexuality. Right. And I mentioned it in passing because it's such a thing that's well accepted in WWF of the 80s uh, wrestling. And mm. I mentioned it, and it was only afterwards, after I'd listened to it, having it went out, that I listened to it and I thought, hang on, have I actually... I'm going to check have this. I someone? That's there. And I typed <laughs> it on the internet, and if you type in the rumour, yeah. there was nothing. But if you type in the rumour, <laughs> the words the rumour, yeah. and then the rumour... It was just people saying it's rumored that, and I That's thought the pr- that, but that not worth is, getting though, sued. That is the problem though, with um, a lot of obviously wrestling um, shows and podcasts, and also the fact that a lot of this media isn't in America, and it's a lot harder to mm. sue people for that sort of thing, especially if they're deceased as well. But like, um, yeah, like it's all about what happened backstage and rumours and shoot interviews and stuff like that and like wrestlers seem to just fire their mouth off all the time about yeah. all kinds of crap accusing people of all sorts um, and they never seem to get sued but like <laughs> that's everyone's building a picture of what happens backstage and in hotel rooms and in hotels and in bars and blah, yeah. blah, 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 on the road life on the road the, 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 it will be like 10% not as shocking as any um, you know rock and roll band on the road or whatever but yeah. you sort of go everyone's building a picture from like fragments of of rumour and conjecture and stuff and it usually doesn't matter and it's usually not actionable until you get to points like that where yeah you can't go around just out <laughs> there's exactly what you said here is a line that I took from, from one of the articles that I was reading and mm. it said uh, they were talking about this um, uh, the wrestler that we'd mentioned and I thought oh, I'm just not going to put this in mm. and uh, it, the, uh, the line that follows that is it says reliable personalities such as Bret Hart and Jake Roberts having shoot interviews left breadcrumbs of the true story. Ooh. So, you know, but then again, also Bret Hart in his autobiography, he suggests that Vince McMahon and Shawn Michaels had an affair. And that was why <laughs> Shawn Michaels was pushed. Not that he was probably, you know, one of the five greatest wrestlers <laughs> of his generation. Uh, it was that they they done some kissing. Oh, uh, well. Kissing. Um, <laughs> it'd be lovely if people could see us sitting here in this hot tub <laughs> in, in the house where we live together uh, and pool all of our worldly goods. Uh, this, is, this is the type of sick... The Sick propaganda that we want to we want to put out there. It's good news. Um, love is love. Yeah, and here's the WrestleMania theme. This is uh, Limp Biscuit come out to play. Crack addict, it's called. Yes. Uh, <laughs> again, we're talking about rumors. Lot of rumors uh, of wrestlers on crack. You can see Jake the Snake Roberts taking some crack in um, Beyond the Mat, the oh, yeah, documentary. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, Bret Hart's autobiography once again uh, mentions that the British Bulldog spent the run up to SummerSlam 1992 smoking crack with Jim the Anvil Neidhart. He had a really good match. He did. Yeah, <laughs> that was really good. Bret Hart takes all the credit for that. Right. I okay. think. I I think we've actually this is something oddly we've talked about on stage but we've never done uh, as the podcast <laughs> but we, we did uh, a, a whole show on SummerSlam 92 yeah. and those stories came up and Bret Hart is very much you know I held everything together and he really didn't know what was going on <laughs> and you watch that match and, and it's not true the Bulldog no. is fantastic in that match <laughs> 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Miller Light Cat Miller Light Girls. Um, mm. Holy shit. I mean... Uh, this is so fucking crap. Um, the Miller Lite Catfight Girls, we talked about them in um, last episode, maybe the episode before, but mm. out they come. Uh, Jonathan Coachman, the uh, the play-by-play announcer, begins uh, talking with a microphone, explaining what is happening as Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler roll around with these Playboy m- models. My favourite thing about this <laughs> is when they come out, it's all the birds. Oh, birds! And the yeah. crowd go, yeah! <laughs> and I don't know what they want, the crowd. Yeah. Do, uh, start doing porn and then we'll all stand here and just go oh but when it starts and they're all just rolling around in this bed the crowd suddenly just go I'm really embarrassed yeah it doesn't look like a bed that's why (laughs) it's way too big it's like it just looks like something a bit like industrial a big pallet has been covered in like an eider down are you worried that it's going to turn into one of those things that women have been tricked and then suddenly they'll pull a lever and it'll be like a cage like the yeah. child catcher in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang it's so bizarre and yeah. it's just and it's just oh. and then and, you know the people two like, of the people are actually restless and that's the yeah. like yeah. and they've been pulled into this bullshit imagine imagine having worked there for probably a year and a half yeah going and go, through what they must have gone through uh, 
yeah. in a roster full of rided up men. You're doing this, and these girls are really big. It's going to be a big, big news thing, and uh, you're going to wear these little things. <laughs> you roll around on the floor, and you just what is this? What is this? So they get into it. They just have a little uh, wrestle and a little a bit, know, a bit of spanking, a bit of spanking, bit of spanking. Coach's trousers fall down for some reason. I can't yep. forget why. Yep, and he's wearing pants. Um, and uh, the crowd are just by the time it's sort of. By the time it's underway, what it is, they're all just like, I wish I wasn't here. I just wish, I, you know, this this was supposed to be sexy. I couldn't and it's no out, longer sexy. I couldn't figure out where the bed was put up, though. <laughs> like, it, was, it was on, like, it's a not, raised platform. Yeah, it wasn't it's the not ring, in was the it? ring. Yeah. I think there is a funny thing where I think there is uh, a little bit where the WWE say, this isn't actually a match. <laughs> this, is, this is just a bit of fun. This isn't in the ring. This oh, is, yeah. as far as I'm concerned... A WrestleMania match. Apart from anything else, they bumped the uh, match RVD and Kane versus yes. Chief Morley and Lance Storm for this. For this. Yeah. So it's a fucking match, guys. It's yeah. a fucking match. It is uh, routinely, people say it's the worst thing that's ever been on WrestleMania. Yeah. It is. It's one of those things that. We've sat through a few and uh, yeah. I, I disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is short, but it's so tawdry and In it's the... <laughs> so misguided and it's, oh, it's, it, it's also crap. It's execution. When they just begin starting it, they're just rolling yeah. around and it's so like oh my god this is just like this is like what people think wrestling is yeah I, I certainly this time it certainly remembers that frequently though um, the rock at the start in the montage mm. uh, of the whole show Wrestlemania is the culmination of all my hard work <laughs> all my sacrifice and I felt every inch of that <laughs> on this big bed the only good thing about this is there's a sign behind them that said pound Saddam um, <laughs> which God. made it if Lord. anything slightly less erotic <laughs> than it already was um, uh, uh, no and here no, we no, go no. another yep. tremendously disappointing match coming up um, Triple H the world champion versus yeah. Booker T mm. um, this has a great intro video where they are painting Booker T as going this is the guy who has overcome so much adversity yeah. to get here they don't mention on this Booker T Booker's real name is Booker Huffman right. his, his real name is Booker what does the T stand for it's his middle name T.O. Right, right. T.I.O. Booker T.O. Huffman. Fucking thrilling. Mm. His brother is, uh, he's called, I think, Lash Huffman. Mm. Another great wrestling name. Mm. But when he becomes a wrestler, even though throughout their careers they, they're acknowledged as brothers, right. he calls himself Stevie Ray. Right? <laughs> your, your name is Lash Huffman. <laughs> You've been given a wrestling name. And you go, well, what are you going to be called? I'm going to be called uh, Stephen Reynolds. <laughs> what are you thinking of? Um, the two of them worked together throughout their whole career. Mm. They were, um, uh, I think, two of seven children. Right. And their mother had... As Jer- there's a weird bit where Jerry Lawler, just <laughs> as he's commentating, as he, I think it was Booker's coming down, he just goes, his mother passed away when he was in elementary school! <laughs> Which is bizarre. Yeah, there's some... Like, he's yeah. like, Booker T's not had a good life. No, he like, hasn't. You know. And he, as a young man, he ended up going to... Um, he, he was convicted of two aggravated robberies, mm. which I believe are robberies involving either a firearm or the threat of a firearm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he pleaded guilty to those in 1987 to armed robberies of Wendy's restaurants in Houston, Texas, where right. he's from. Um, he and his partners wore Wendy's uniforms during the crimes. 
And the reason they did that was because he had worked at the branches of Wendy's that, that he stuck up for two years. Oh, well, that's... So he was immediately recognised. His mugshot is him just with a big beaming smile, like, yeah! He looks so young and thin. He does. It, he's, he, oh, it's great. He's just like, this couldn't have gone any better. <laughs> I, I, I did the robbery, I was instantly recognised, and now I'm in prison. Um, he, he was sentenced to five years, but he served uh, 19 months. Right. And uh, his parole ended in 1992. He then got into wrestling. Mm. And and he worked with his brother throughout. They were a tag team in quite a lot. And he, I think he had a, a brief period as a character called G.I. Bro. Um, weirdly, there was a... <laughs> you know, I didn't write this down, but there was a recent court case regarding G.I. Bro in a computer game right. where it was the likeness and Booker was like, that is me. That's my old gimmick from, like, 1990. Yeah. Uh, and I believe he won that case. Oh, he, he'll, he's bound to won that case, yeah. surely. Yeah. I'll have a look. But it's, a, uh, it's quite a big game. That mm. was the thing. I'll have right. a look. Everyone will know. Everyone can just Google it now. But the two of them worked together as a, as a tag team. They ended up going to WCW as a team called Harlem Heat. Mm. They were initially called Kane and Cole with K's, K-A-N and right. K-O-L-E. So that means that like Booker, I think, was the original Kane. Strange sort of like, little <laughs> fact. Um, they went to WCW and originally when they'd, they'd gone there... Um, they, they asked eventually, can, can we be called Booker T and Stevie Ray? We don't want these fake names. Yeah. When they'd originally gone there, they were going to be managed by a guy called Colonel Robert Parker, who was a southern gentleman. Uh, they were going to be called the Ghetto Blasters, and uh, Colonel Robert Parker was going to lead the two of them to the ring in chains oh, like slaves. Um, this was, <laughs> it says here, nixed due to racial sensitivity. Wow. I, mean, uh, uh, I didn't uh, even think they had that file in their folder. No, absolutely <laughs> incredible. So that's the WCW. <laughs> By the time WCW folds, Booker T is actually the most decorated star in WCW history. Yeah. He's held over the course five of his times. careers 21 <laughs> titles, but yeah, five, five times. time world champion. And uh, although that, that happens later because I think he's, what is he? He's two time, I think he is. Oh, right, okay. And then he's in time. WWE, okay. he will end up holding okay, some right. world bells. Um, <laughs> what happens here? They tell that story. They go, this is a guy who has struggled all against everything. Nothing has been handed to him. He's fought for it all, mm. all himself. They set it up in a way that in this match with Triple H, who is who's pictured essentially as this sport spoiled, rude, horrible man mm. who everything has been given to. The only way that that storyline can end is with Booker T winning the belt. Yeah. Uh, because otherwise, you've damaged him irreparably by going, yes, he is as bad as Triple H has said. You know, <laughs> and that's exactly what they do. Why they t- it's so odd, isn't it? This is Triple H at his absolute worst. And it's, well, he looks like a fucking cup chicken in this one. He's he does. He, he looks like... He's so fell fall asleep <laughs> you know, in the sun. I'm trying to think of the sci-fis where they go... It's like you've got Fabio, and they go, and this one has been bred from the same genes as Fabio, but it's not quite worked. <laughs> and that's what he looks like here. He's on a mad jag about how important he is. So in uh, last year they have united the WCW and the WWE titles into the Undisputed Championship. Mm. Chris Jericho has won that on one night and he lost it to Triple H at WrestleMania 18. That belt has now moved on to Brock Lesnar. Well, Triple H can't get involved in that. So Mm. what they do is they bring back the WCW Championship, which they then just called the World Belt. And the belt he uses is Ric Flair's old one, an iconic belt. So what you have is the undisputed belt, which is a new belt you've never seen before. And suddenly Triple H has been awarded this classic belt that we know as the World Championship. He doesn't even win it in a tournament. Basic money sort of thing to do. He just gets given it on on a Raw. And he defends this for the best part of the year. He loses it to Shawn Michaels his best friend Shawn Michaels loses it to Triple H rather than make a big new star he just gets it back (laughs) and he then runs through 
people like RVD and Kane who could have been made a superstar with this belt. Mm. And we get to this point, we've built up, you know, to WrestleMania. We have Booker T waiting there with this good story. And Booker T needs this to become a superstar. And Booker T does not get this. It's absolutely the... I, I think, again, we've gone from the the Miller Catfight Girls. Yeah. And that is a terrible piece of work. This is the most willfully booked. People hate this match so much. They hate what happened. Mm. It makes people cross that this match happened the way it did. They build Booker T up. They say, he, you know, Triple H... They even bring a racial element in it where they have some stuff in the, in the building up of the Raw where they talk about people like you will never be champion. Mm. Uh, Triple H refers to his nappy hair. Um... Ric Flair at one point I think throws him a dollar and says go get my bags it's that mm. you know and you do all this and at the end of it you just have Booker beaten in the ring clean by Triple H yeah. he does his pedigree and Booker has to lie there for 30 seconds and then Triple H crawls over pins him everyone is expecting him to cut, count, count, you know, jump out oh, what's it called get out the pin kick out, yeah. kick out. I just it's, it's so horrible to watch this match that I actually found myself... Booker was doing really good work in this match. It's, it's not a bad match. It's a bit but, slow, well, actually, but the, there the are some way, good stuff. Well, the way you said the match sort of goes, it, it, kind of, it just looks like T's going to win all the time. Yeah. And, and then at the end, it's like, really? Like, all that? Like, yeah. what, the, what? Where's the storyline going? That just kills that storyline, surely. Like, the the, the storyline is the heroic black wrestler who yeah. has been oppressed is going to fight for the belt against this privileged against the man against, against the man wrestler, against the system the against that and it's just yeah and he loses that it's 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 so honestly i could sit down with the world's stupidest people and you'd say <laughs> how should this end and they would go the, the, the booker t man him win and you go yes of course he does <laughs> and in this it can only have been done because triple h would have said i don't think that's the, no i think actually i should do this and i yeah. could, and instead what this would have opened up for booker t would have been you know loads of rematches against triple h he would have you know just become a bigger bigger star and it takes booker Years to get to a level where he's, you know, big. Yeah. The funny thing is now, with the Hall of Fame and things like that and Booker being on commentary, they treat it like Booker's always been a big star. And actually, for the, those three years of his career, when he was a huge star at WCW, they did everything they could to slightly just keep him in the mid-card. Right. It's, it's just, it's, it's heartbreaking. Well, it, 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 I, there's a moment where he does like a somersault sort of leg drop thing. Yeah. And he does it which... right on Triple H's head. <laughs> and he fucks, it looks like he's fucked it. I don't know what if he knew what he was doing when he did that. He's up there and he just comes off and it's just like, Jesus Christ, that's like he fell from a plane. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's fucked that. But then when... Triple H wins I was like I'm glad he crushed his head because yeah. he he doesn't do it like with the crook of his of his leg he, <laughs> or the back of his knee he does it with <laughs> big chunky thighs the, like, yeah. the rumour is that until the day of the show Booker T was going to win right and that would explain slightly why the match was laid out and it was it was it's, it's not a bad match it's a pretty it's a good Booker T match mm. as far as Triple H goes again like all of his matches you could cut 10 minutes out of mm. it and it would you know it wouldn't suffer it would it would be you know totally beneficial Booker T's kind of scissory kicks he does they're really cool he's good right. in this match I've mm. forgotten how good he is actually I've, I talked before about him being a bit herky-jerky <laughs> and, and in this match oddly everything he does I don't know whether he's just being a bit sloppy but it looks really really impactful <laughs> really good um, what had basically happened was they had finally come to terms with uh, Bill Goldberg one of the biggest stars of WCW yeah. and Goldberg was going to be debuting the day after this Wrestlemania and they decided Triple H would be the man who needed to you know have a feud with Goldberg and the money was in that and not right. having Booker T as the the champion um 
that's what happened. So Booker T, I think, was told on the day that he was not going to go over. And he's always been very nice about it, I think, because people tend to ask him about it. It's a really sort of key match yeah. where everyone's like, this is the worst excesses of Triple H mm. pushing himself. Yeah. And um, so Booker's always been very nice about it. He has had a long career with the WWE, well-deserved. Yeah. But uh, this is a shameful moment. Well, nobody wants to be the victim, do they? Or no, nobody wants to be seen as the victim, so I guess you you you, you cut your cloth accordingly if you're being given a dog shit sandwich like that. Yeah. But it's, it was a weird match. And they didn't even, to be honest, they barely used bloody um, net. Probably, like, I know, I know. That was a weird one as well. The, the, the obvious thing as well would have been on this that you go, oh well, you know, because Booker, we don't want to make him look weak. Mm. We have Ric Flair interfere right at the end, mm. and we cost him the match, mm. and that's got some heat. Yeah. But instead, they just beat him. They make him look like a total cunt. Yeah. Oh, it's so depressing. Rubbish. Um, well, we're probably going to wrap up now. Yeah, let's end on a high, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that fucking. Uh, sorry, Mark. Uh, yeah. like, Triple H in his fluffy fucking... It looks like a thumb, the big prick. It, it is just so sleepy disappointing. Nose. Big I, sleepy I, I, nose. Really, I really hope he's got this out of his system now. Yeah. I really I really do, because he comes back every now and then for a match, you know, yeah. like with Batista or Sting, that he still goes over on, yeah. and everyone goes, but his stuff at NXT is great, and you just think, he's going to be like fucking Vince. He's going to be 85, <laughs> they're going to be wheeling him down, and he's going to be... Oh, God. Oh. Well, more on uh, Mr. McMahon in the next episode yeah. of Wrestle Me. If you want to get in touch with the show, show at WrestleMePod.com. We'll be back next week with more of this nonsense. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.